Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Beehive Eats. I'm Meg. I'm here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hi. How are you? Uh, it's been a mi- minute. While, it's been a, while, it's been a mile. mile. It's been many miles. Um, I went to your super fun <laughs> birthday party. Remind me the name of the bar. Oh, it was Drift Lounge. Drift Actually, Lounge. this is a great plug for Drift Lounge because so Drift Lounge is a bar that is like attached to the Woodbine Food Hall. And um, it is. We were looking around for a space that could hold, I don't know, like 40 to 50 people that we could rent out. We wanted like the whole space so that we could bring a karaoke guy in. So we were looking around and we'd gone to like up like a bunch of different places. There was a really cute small bar behind. I think I talked about this maybe behind the. It's not Maza. It's Lizzie's. There's a new Lizzie's on 200 South. Okay. Behind that Lizzie's, even attached to Lizzie's, like you can be in the dining area of Lizzie's and walk through the building. And behind it, there's like a little bar. But it, like the capacity is like, there's maybe like 20 seats. Yeah. And it's like pretty small. And it still was like a something much more than what we It was like a $5,000 minimum or something. Whoa. I'm like, mm, I don't think we're going <laughs> to. So then, or maybe it's like 2500 I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. But I will say Drift Lounge, they did need to open the bar to the public at a certain point, but that made the minimum much less. Yeah. So we paid, I think it was like a 1700 minimum and you can, or because it's attached to the food lounge, you, food lounge, food hall, you can order food from the food hall and they'll bring it in. Oh, cool. So we just ordered food from the food hall um, and then we were, we had it basically from like open until 9 p.m. And then they had to open doors to the public. But it was like um, in like in the grand scheme of things and places that you can rent out in Salt Lake. It was a great spot. It was it way was, bigger than any of the other places we saw. And it was way cheaper than any of them. And it was it's like new and yeah. like nice. And like it felt like a fun space. To yeah. Be in. It, and and it accommodated I felt, all of your many friends. And they felt like it was like even if people didn't know each other they could like kind of be alone but also it wasn't like super big that you felt weird like it wasn't too big for the amount of people you know yeah it's like good lighting like darkish but like i don't know it was great um however i did not see you that <laughs> tell me your experience at that birthday i party. walked in i was late um because i had another obligation that night Frack. um but i walked in late and i saw a mutual friend who said Irene's in the bathroom with a migraine. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I was like mingling with a few people. Oh my gosh. Saw Eli. Yes. 
went and sat down by Eli and then Brandon comes over and tells me what has happened to you. That you're in the bathroom with a migraine. Yes. Okay. I didn't have like any migraine meds on me. I, you no, know, I would have like I do loved. have migraine meds on me. You the, did. And yeah, it didn't but, help. Okay. So this, okay. Also, this is great for me to tell you the story because, because of a connection we'll make at the end. Okay. But I <laughs> can't wait. Okay. So I am so excited for my birthday, but it also lands between two very stressful work, work, work weeks of work for me yeah so it's like the week leading up to my birthday and the week after my birthday are very like like booked solid with work like Brutal. lots of presentations lots of preparation all this kind of stuff right so i think that has contributed to i think this this that contributed to what happened so essentially so as i said we hired a karaoke guy if anyone needs a karaoke guy brighton his instagram is like at brighton slc or something like that great karaoke guy he was Sorry to interrupt your story, but he was truly phenomenal. Like he was doing crowd work. He was like lightly making fun of people in like the best way. (laughs) Yes. And he's also very validating if you have a good song choice. Like he's been doing a long time. And also we also hired him because he does trivia. And so he did a trivia night for when Brandon had his birthday like last summer. So that he's anyway, if you need any entertainment in Salt Lake, he's your guy. Um. So he was doing karaoke and I, P.S., had been like rehearsing in my car for days leading up to this because I love karaoke and I was very excited. What was your pick? What was your song? Well, I had a few on the docket, but the one that I sang was the first one I sang was Robin Show Me Love. Here's why that's incredible. Here's why that's a great song. First of all, really good range. She never she only goes high maybe like one time. Yeah. It's like a two and a half minute song. Yeah. And also there's no long like musical interludes. She's singing the whole time. So you don't have to you don't have to like wait to come in. You don't have to wait for like a Awkwardly middle part to dance. end. You're just like yeah. you sing and it's over. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's so good. So anyway, I start off with that. And in the middle of my song, I get the most severe, intense migraine I've literally ever felt in my entire life. So, and I get migraines like fairly regularly, but I can always tell when they're coming on. Mm-hmm. So like I can tell the, it's like a certain kind of headache I yeah. get and I, I have a prescription. So I take my prescription and it usually goes away. Yeah. This was like, there was no lead up to it. And it just was like knives stabbing me oh in my head. Gosh. And I, and during the song, I was like, I guess, I assume you were not here. Oh no, you walked in after I was already in the bathroom. Yeah. So I, okay, sorry. We will get to food also on this podcast, but I have not told Meg the story and I need this to. This is our podcast. I need to Keep her. going. <laughs> so I, during my song, I'm like, oh, I have a headache, but I thought it would like go away. So anyway, yeah. I couldn't finish the song. I put the mic down. I oh, you couldn't even finish the song. No. I got through like maybe two thirds of it though. Oh my gosh. I was like, I have a headache. This is so weird. So I go sit down and like, I'm like, oh, it's not going away. And I like take my migraine medication. I take some Advil. I drink some water. But I'm already feeling like I'm going to throw up. Okay. And you honestly, like my, I don't know if people, for people who have migraines, basically you have to take the medicine in time or else it's too late. It's too late. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. So I felt like I was past the point of return. You know, like I was just like, okay, but usually also typically with my migraines is like, I get to the point where I need to throw up. And then once I throw up, it will go away and it will like give me some relief. Uh And so I like go to the bathroom because I really cannot like, there's nothing I need to like be laying down. I need to like, not what I need. And I need to be close to a toilet. Also, the bathrooms are very clean. Oh, (laughs) another plug because I was in there for a long time. So, (laughs) okay. 
anyway, okay, so I'm in the bathroom. I end up throwing up, but like there is no relief from this migraine. And I'm just like in there dying. And I can, and I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, but I can hear people doing karaoke at this point. I'm like, good. I'm glad people are showing up. I hope people are having fun, but also like I cannot move. I cannot do anything. So I was hoping it would go away. It never went away. I ended up leaving at like 8.30. Brandon carried me out like Aww. bodyguard style. Oh, um, our, because... friend, our friend said that she filmed it so that she could send it to you later so you'd be turned oh, on. Oh, she did? She... I didn't get it. Was it Molly? No, it was, it was Maggie. I had oh. to put her on blast. No, Maggie actually told me she didn't get it in time. Oh, so she couldn't it. get it in time. Anyway, the point is, is I had to leave at like 8.30 and whatever. So... So that night I go home, Brandon goes back to the bar to like pay everything. And then I come back home or no, he comes back home. I'm still like on the floor in the bathroom, still throwing up at this point. It's like 11 o'clock and I'm still like, there's no relief. And I have, you know, I'm like dehydrated. I can't do anything. I can't drink anything. I can't take any medicine because it just makes me throw up. So, but I'm like, and Brandon's like, it's just weird because this has never happened like this before. Like uh-huh. none of my typical migraine things are there. Like it's not going scary. away. Like it, like I am c- continuously throwing up, whatever. And so he's like, what if this is worse than a migraine? And I'm like, what? Like what? Why he's would like, you say that right now? He's like, what if you have a brain aneurysm? And I'm like, I don't know. What if I have a brain aneurysm? Like, is that I how aneurysms know. work? Like, essentially, it's like a severe, it's like you throw up, you get disoriented. It's like a blood vessel popping in your yeah, head, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, we've all heard of stories getting people getting brain aneurysms and just, just like, like dropping dead. Sudden. And like, yeah. And like, basically, you die if you don't go immediately get medical help. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I have a brain aneurysm. So we went to the freaking ER oh because I was afraid that I have brain aneurysm. I would have done the same thing. Well, I think it was the right thing to do because also there was no relief. Like it wasn't getting better. Yeah. So I got a CT scan. I did not get a brain aneurysm. I did That's not have a brain aneurysm. That's a relief. <laughs> but I did get like an IV with meds and all this stuff. And I did feel better. So they sent me home. The next day, though, I was like still like every move I made was like I am like on the verge of a migraine. Ugh. Okay. So maybe we have some medical sleuths out there. Let's like um, what's like crowdsource my diagnoses because Absolutely. this is my this is my theory. So the next, so Saturday, I'm like in bed. Sunday is the day before I've all like three hours of presentations at work. I'm like, I have to train all these teachers. So I'm supposed to be at work. And I have a big chunk of what is supposed to be done. So I have to get on Zoom and meet with my team and tell them what I'm going to present in case I can't make it on Monday. Yeah. But what I notice is when I'm on Zoom and I'm talking with like headphones in, like there's like this pressure in my face that's like building up and like, it almost feels like my ears like are exploding. I'm like, what is this? Is like, a, is this a sinus thing? Like what's going on? So then, so I, I have a headache again Sunday, but I'm like, I'm gonna like power through that time. It didn't turn into a migraine. I took enough medicine that it went away. Monday, I go to work. I present for three hours, but every time I talk into the mic again, this pressure, the pounding. And I'm like, so I'm like in the mic in front of the teachers and I'm like talking like this and I'm like okay you guys have to understand that I have a, I had a really bad migraine so I have to talk like this because when I talk loud it triggers a migraine so I'm talking in front of a group of 30 people talking oh but gosh. it still is like triggering something so I go home early 
and I get another migraine that day and I had taken the medicines. I have to go to Instacare. I get shots in my butt. It goes away. But I'm like, what are those shots? It's like some sort of pain thing and then some sort of anti, um, like a, like a vomit thing, like an anti-nausea, sorry. Yeah. Anti-nausea thing. And like, he's like, this will knock you out. Like it should be gone. But then I'm like, okay, I took the rest of the week off of work. Um, and that was a really big week for you, right? Yes. The Monday was my biggest day, though. So basically, like, it, was, it wasn't it was great, but it was fine that I wasn't there. But I, like, I mean, that was, I should have been there. Anyway, so he, every, everything I Google, okay, here's another thing, Meg, and this is, you will remember this. I did a storytelling thing at Strangerville. Yeah. And I had a really bad sinus infection the week of that. Mm-hmm storytelling thing and when i told the story i was like forcing my voice because i'd lost my voice i'd taken all these medicines i was forcing my voice but the same kind of like pressure in my head and i had a migraine that night too remember i, I after do, my yeah. story i, I had so to bad. lay in a closet like in a room in a dark room and i just had to leave i yeah. did get through my story though so anyway i'm like this is like weird i'm yeah. like what is what is this? So anytime I Googled like a weird trigger or like a weird thing, like my neck was really tense and like the pressure in my face and like when I was talking in a mic, but it wasn't like when I was talking socially, it was like when I was talking in a mic, you know, yeah. it was like really weird. All of those things come came back to symptoms of TMJ or TMD or whatever. So it's like a jaw issue. Oh, okay. So this is my theory. My theory is you look very distressed right now. Am I giving you a headache oh, by no, telling you about that? No, I'm really invested in this story because I want to figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> okay, thanks. Sorry, I'll relax you, my you face. You are gripping I'm gonna get your hair. Like, from listening know, to this story. So everything I Google about it is like related to like jaw issues. And I think what happens is when I'm stressed, I clench at night. Yeah. Do you have and, a mouth guard? No, but... I had an instance like a couple years ago where I was noticing a lot of jaw pain and I went and got acupuncture for it and it relieved a lot of my jaw pain and it like helped. And it was also during a stressful time. Uh-huh. And then I found this podcast that was like a TMD doctor, like dentist or whatever. And he's like, the thing about TMD or TMJ is like that most people, he's like the number one symptom is not actually jaw pain. The number one symptom is headaches. So people don't think that they have it because their jaw doesn't hurt, but they wake up with a headache every day or something like that. So anyway, this is my, this is my theory. And I'm like, okay, well, what stresses me out about work? And so like I self-diagnosed myself with ADD and I'm like, if I had Adderall, then none of these problems would happen because the things that stress me out are these like long, big projects. It's not like just working in general. It's like this specific type of task, right? Where that's like idea to presentation to paper to whatever i think it's pretty normally get stressed i I know i was just really hopeful that i could get adderall and it would solve all my problems but my (laughs) i literally saw my doctor this morning he's like you don't qualify for adderall i'm like (laughs) no that can't be true. The amount of times I've begged a doctor for a diagnosis. <laughs> I was like, like, but that's what is going to save me. You don't <laughs> understand. So anyway, I will say, I do think it is a jaw thing. I have seen an acupuncturist and that has helped a lot. I got a jaw massage, like from my massage therapist. And okay. she literally stuck her gloved finger into my mouth and like, like, 
like pushed along all the edges inside of my mouth. Yeah. And she was like, it's really inflamed. And like, and I don't know. It's, she seemed like she was validating my theory. Mm -hmm. And then uh, also, okay, I will stop after this. I promise. But I so intrigued. I was like Googling a bunch of stuff about like relief and whatever. One of the things they say is to take magnesium. Do you take magnesium? I do take magnesium. Okay. Yeah. My doctor recommended it. Okay. For what? Um, no, this is a little TMI. Oh. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. Because one thing people take magnesium for is to stay regular. Yeah, I'm which... anemic, so I have to take iron. So magnesium mm-hmm. offsets that. Okay, yeah. So people, my my like one of my coworkers had told me that the magnesium helps with her headaches, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, she said that too because I I get frequent migraines, and she said magnesium helps with that. Okay, yeah, and so I'd never done it, and I was like. It also helps with like muscle relaxation mm-hmm. and sleep and mm-hmm. stuff. And it said, and on certain things, it also says just like with your, like with TMJ or TMD. I honestly don't, like one of them is like a, the name of the bone and one of them is like the disorder. So I don't know what I have, but whatever it is. Okay. So they were saying like it helps you relax like while you're sleeping. So I started taking magnesium and let me tell you, <laughs> if and if you people are not taking magnesium, like my sleep has completely changed in the last 10 days. From really? Taking. I have, I used to think I was like a fairly good sleeper. Like I, I, I go to bed late and I don't get a lot of hours, but like I sleep through the night and yeah. I can go back to sleep usually. Yeah. But with this, I feel like I wake up rested. I, it's like, a, in a, it was like an immediate change. I'm like, Having restful sleep. I'm having like pleasant dreams Amazing. instead of stress dreams. Amazing. Which is very strange for me. So anyway, um, I that so I think that's what happened. I think I was just really stressed. I was clenching my jaw. The the voice activation triggered a migraine and uh-huh. I, and like it just that's what happened. Isn't okay. that weird? A few things for our listeners. Anyone <laughs> wants to give Irene Botox for free? Oh my gosh, yes. That's another thing that they say to do is put Botox yeah. in the mask. I've heard it helps people. I actually need to get like orthodontia because of the way that I grind my teeth. At you night. grind? Yeah. I've See, like cracked some molars. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so the thing about the teeth guard thing is like it doesn't actually help you stop clenching or doing no. it doesn't help your jaw it protects your it just teeth helps your teeth it protects your teeth but it doesn't help your jaw so my teeth don't have any problems nobody's ever told me my teeth have problems but like like i can tell my jaw is like really tired do you know what i mean totally. and like sore and like whatever so anyway i'm sorry this became a different no, podcast um, but... we will uh, <laughs> in a way it's something you ate because you've been having magnesium so <laughs> and i ate some edamame at that party so. Oh, okay. Also, hold on. Let's go back to the food because there were tater tots. There's a um, fr- Korean fried chicken place there right now. And I think some of those places like change out, right? Oh, so cool. like for a season, there will be one. It's like a vendor. Yeah. And um, it's a place that's usually in Provo or it's a place that exists in Provo. And uh, like it's called Bok Bok, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's like okay. a Korean fried chicken place. But they have these tater tots there that are like have this like cheese powder on top. And I had multiple people tell me from that party that those tater tots were like amazing. Oh, I'm sad I missed them. If anyone wants to go there and get tater tots, they should. So to do items, uh, buy magnesium, (laughs) get Irene Botox. Yeah. And also try those tater tots. Yeah. Oh, I also heard a a date piercing is helpful for migraines. So I'm going to get that. Really? Wait, where? It's like one of these. Like, she, right you're, she's 
pointing like to here. the middle of her ear. Like above the ear hole. Interesting. And then, up, yeah. Okay. Well, um, excited to hear how this progresses for you. Okay. So let's talk about food. Sorry. No, that's, I'm so glad you're feeling better. We should, now. Um, you know, put a timestamp for like, if you want to skip. Don't skim that story. <gasps> How many other people out there are suffering and could use your know <laughs> I will know-how? say things have gotten better. I still have to take ibuprofen every day, but I'm not taking my prescription. So I, okay. I think acupuncture is the real thing that has helped. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I've never gotten acupuncture because I'm scared. Amazing. Is it? Meg. It's like the deepest relaxation nap ever. Like that. That's and then great. things just get better from there. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. okay. Where, where have you been eating? What have you been cooking? Um, well, I haven't honestly been eating or cooking that much because of my recent health issues. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but um, I want to hear from you. And also we had a, a listener um, message us and say, can you guys talk about like hosting dinner? And so we'll talk about that after you tell me what you've been eating and cooking. Oh, wow. Spotlight's on me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Carson Kitchen. Have you been? No. We went the other night. It's also Second South. Hmm. Like Next downtown? to Nacho Daddy. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but it like was what's the east or west? Two seventy six west, something like that. Okay. Second south. Got it. Okay. Blah 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 west. Kind of like by Squatters, like Capitol Theater. It's nearish. Okay. Okay. It's not far. Um, it was great. It was really good. Uh, we got some cocoa rubbed steak that was really good. It's all small plates. Okay. So we got a few I different salads. The warm spinach salad was really good. It sounds disgusting, but it's good. Because the spinach is like cold, but then like all the stuff they put in it is warm. And it's like nuts and like dried fruit and stuff and okay. cheese. Really good. We got like a grilled bok choy that was good. Ooh, I love a bok choy. Um, we got uh, some chicken thighs that were everyone was kind of like meh, but the steak was really good. Um, a bacon jam. That you spread on baguettes. It has Havarti and bacon, and it's yum. Yeah, it was good. And some tempura green beans that they served with a pepper jelly. I love a tempura. Green but bean. the very best thing was a donut bread pudding. Oh my gosh! It was otherworldly. <laughs> it had like just come out of the oven, and it was like fried and sweet and crispy and caramelized and served with like a bunch of cream and caramel sauce yum that sounds amazing honestly one of the best things i've ever had really really it was really, That's really good. good to know because i do feel like sometimes i'm like i just want a place where i can go get a dessert but i don't feel like there are a lot of those places yeah you and know? it was a saturday night and it wasn't too busy okay so try carson kitchen that's another thing is i feel like you can't go anywhere lately without a reservation or something you know I know. Also, everything is so freaking expensive. I know. I went to Lone Star the other day, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Got one salad, $16. <laughs> I know. Everything is $16. right now. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to highlight, we've had a lot of birthdays in our house. Ooh. Because all my children, we did really bad family planning. So we have a December 28th of January 26th and a February 1st birthday. So oh, it's like boy. boom, boom, boom. Capricorn. Are they all Capricorn? Aquarius. Aquarius. Aqu- yeah, I think my girls are Aquarius. Yeah. Two Aquariuses in one. I'm a Pisces. It's the worst thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard about you. <sighs> the worst. Marina, our friend Marina, uh-huh. who makes cakes, is like, it's at Marina's goat. Cakes SLC, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. She, my, we will send her the most bizarre request. <laughs> Stan wanted a volcano cake. Cute. That she delivered on. 
with like amazing. It was like a, a erupting volcano. Ivy wanted a flower cake, so she sourced pressed edible flowers to put oh on the cake. Oh my god! Ramona wanted an Elvis cake because she is obsessed with Elvis. I know it's a whole thing, but she put like a cutout, a chocolate cutout of Elvis with a microphone on top of the cake, and then wrote Elvis on the side of the cake. A chocolate like, cutout? Yes, yes. And these cakes are good. Yeah, like, her cakes are like delicious. They're, they're not delicious. just fun to look at they are so good she makes a really moist light cake expert buttercream like i love marina's cake so much i'll okay. never stop using shout it. out to marina's okay as far as what i've been cooking for some reason the only new recipes i've tried lately are all breakfast recipes okay. like dinner i'm down to like pretty much like my routine you know yeah the new york times has a melissa clark waffle recipe that uses I yogurt love melissa clark she's the best why is she she's just also her videos i like a lot of food people i get so bugged when i watch their videos because the stupid face they make when they eat their food really drives me crazy <laughs> you know who's the worst who's the the italian one on food network oh gia gia giada yeah, yeah 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 when she tastes her food she's mm. and then she says spaghetti like that <laughs> parmigiano like okay. that okay okay settle anyway, down giada <laughs> Um, Melissa Clark, though. I love her. And her recipes are always solid. And I always have the stuff. Yeah, she's Like, her so roast good. chicken recipe is, like, put salt and pepper yes, on it. Yes, she's so good. I love anyway, her. Okay. Really killer waffle recipe. I Why? Have, I think it's the yogurt. Oh. And I always just have, like, a tub of the Costco Greek unflavored yogurt yeah, in okay. my fridge. Um, okay. And it just, it gave it, like, this tartness mm -hmm. but like a sweet and like there's tons of butter in it so they're really crispy and delicious and you put butter in the waffle iron oh um my kids probably had three waffles each Amazing. like they were really good um there's also a granola recipe on newyorktimes.com because i'm sick of buying granola but i like granola because i like to eat it in the morning with yogurt mm -hmm. and so this has like you can kind of put whatever you want in it mine mm -hmm. is mostly just um oats and coconut and chopped up almonds and okay. you just like toss it with some honey and a and few other it, oils yeah. and then bake it and mm -hmm. it's like really good and it lasts forever i love I just that. keep it in a tupperware um we make german pancakes they're called dutch babies we call them german pancakes. oh yeah 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 that one's also new york times really good a french toast casserole that i made oh, using I trader joe's brioche bread oh i love the brioche bread too oh my gosh that brioche bread is killer it's so good it is so good um in in the fall they have a pumpkin brioche oh my gosh and it's so good why do we only have pumpkin stuff in the fall because we're we need something to look forward to that's i don't true. know <laughs> that's true um and then ivy for christmas got the Great British Baking Show official cookbook. Oh, cute. It's really cute. It is the most challenging I was going to say, it cookbook. sounds insane, though. So we just weigh everything because everything includes weight. Uh -huh. So we use our kitchen skill to make everything. And we made some brownies that were so good. Really? Which is shocking because, because the brownies, brownies they made never that good also. looked terrible <laughs> on the show. But these are actually really good. I feel like you never get that kind of like, I always want that little flaky top a little bit yes. that like it's like really hard to get that in a homemade you know yeah the perfect cookie book from america's test kitchen does have a recipe for the like oh. from a box crispiness yeah. on top it's pretty good okay. anyway so that's everything that i've been making worth that's reporting fun. on so let's talk about a dinner party 
I don't do a lot of dinner parties. I do a lot of invite a couple of friends over. Okay. We'll eat like a certain type of meal or make something together. Dinner parties really intimidate me. What's your history with them? Um, I feel like in the last year or so, I got more and I've done more. And also I have like certain systems in place now that okay. I really like and certain rules that I like to follow by. Let's hear them. So I have some things to contribute to this conversation. So deciding on a menu is really fun for me, but I feel like you really need to have a balance of things that you can make in advance and things that you cannot make in advance. And everything that you can do in advance, you should be doing. For example, and I talked about this on the pod, but uh, maybe like last summer or something, I did like a taco party, but I also really wanted to make all my own tortillas. It was, oh, was yeah. in my it was in my tortilla phase. <laughs> but literally Wait, are what you I still in your tortilla phase? No, I haven't really made them in a while, yeah. but I still have some in my freezer. Perfect. So what I did for that is like I'm we're typically inviting people over on a weekend, right? So a Friday or Saturday. And I will I literally made like a spreadsheet of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Here's what I need to be doing all those days to lead up to Friday. And I know and people don't have to do this. I get that. But I think the thing that's intimidating for people about dinner parties is the prep and the decision making. Right. So it's like because people because I didn't always do this, but I realized like, oh, if I can do certain things in advance and I'm way less stressed today. And here's another thing I always used to forget to do is like I used to forget to plan in time to like get myself ready. So then I'm like in opening the door and I'm in like pajamas and like flower is like all on my shirt or (laughs) something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I just feel like anything you can do in advance will be really helpful. And even like days in advance. A very organized person. Like I am. You in that way. Showed up to a bachelor podcast with a laminated printout (laughs) of all the contestants. Like you're on a level most (laughs) of us aren't on. But I'm just saying like and it doesn't even have to be that was like a very particular menu where I obviously didn't have to make all those tortillas but I really wanted to do and so that was just like a way I could do it but like I think like writing out your menu and like real also just like being really detailed about what you need so then you Mm -hmm. create your grocery list off of that Mm -hmm. and you also decide what can I do in advance for this one thing a friend of mine does and I don't usually do this but I think it's a good idea is the night before she'll take out all the dishes like the actual dish plateware that she'll be using and she uh, on a post-it note she'll like be like okay this is where the cake like this is what i'm cooking the cake in this is where i'm serving the rice this is what i'm putting the salmon on or something like that you know and that is really helpful too um i usually have just like have a list out of like i mean this sounds like i'm insane but this actually really does help me of like if it's the day of it's like okay by 10 o'clock i need to have the roll dough rising Mm -hmm. by by noon i have to be doing this at two o'clock i'm taking this out to defrost by three o'clock you know what i mean totally the other thing i think is really um imperative with the dinner party is you want your guests to be doing something while you're still prepping food yeah so i always think about one of the first things i think about is like what is my appetizer and beverage situation Mm -hmm. because i want to have something that they can be like snacking on and i have like i love that my setup in my kitchen where and i don't have like a big kitchen by any means but i do have like a peninsula uh, Mm -hmm. in my kitchen Mm -hmm. so i usually and i'm not inviting 20 people over usually but you know but i'll usually have stool like they'll be sitting at my bar stools the appetizer will be out on the um 
on the peninsula so they can be eating, mm-hmm. drinking their beverage, and then I can still be in the kitchen, like, socializing, but also prepping mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. So I, do you have, like, a go-to app? I mean, charcuterie board, honestly. Okay. I actually have been, like, less into charcuterie boards. I feel like it's so much work. There's so much work. And I feel like logistically sometimes it's hard because you're the, everyone has to reach to cut the cheese. or Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and, and then like, it gets gross. It's like it, the meat's getting weird. Yeah. Or like, and I also feel like I'm constantly like then packaging up like soft cheeses and they just end up going bad in my fridge yeah. and it's kind of expensive and whatever. It, I feel like it's great. If you want to put in the work and the money, but I also feel like it's not cheap to make a charcuterie board. No, it's in, not cheap. in this economy. But I know? also do love a chips and salsa. Okay, yeah. If the menu, like, it's weird to have chips and salsa and then like right. Chinese food, you know, like yeah, yeah, I need yeah. I need cohesion. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I one of my go tos for an appetizer is goat cheese. Those like thin, flat pretzels. You know what I'm talking about? The yes. They're like thin and flat. It's like a white and blue bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like a cran like a pepper jelly, like a cranberry jelly or something. Oh, incredible. And it's so easy. It's it's three things. And you're not prepping anything for it. You're yeah. just putting it into you're just setting it on to whatever. And that and it's it's like it's like also somewhat unexpected. You're not doing that every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is really good. So that is one of my go-tos because it's easy and it's cheap and it's like everyone usually likes it. Or like a veggie dip. The Ina Garden veggie dip is really, really good. Um, if you want to be real extra, you can do that croissant loaf with the radishes. Like that's just always a hit, but it's a lot of work. By the way, I've grown radishes inside. Oh my gosh. It's doable. You got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, sure you have to buy a grow light and set up a fan and buy the seeds. A fan? Yeah. What's the fan for? The fan, like, distributes all the air, so you're not getting, like, that white film that plants get when you grow them inside, you know? Because when they're outside, like, the air's constantly moving. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I have an air filter and fans going. Like, I'm in. I'm in Wow, this is fun. You just posted a picture recently. I did. Today, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Steven got it for me for Christmas. He went to the weed store where people who grow weed go to buy all their supplies. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. And so... If I cool. wanted to, I could open a side hustle. Don't listen to this, boss. Um, <laughs> that is really fun. I went to a great dinner party over Christmas. Okay. Like, it was a Christmas dinner party. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she's not embarrassed if I say her name, but my friend Paige did it, and it was just, like, immaculate. Like, she had everyone's, like, we were immediately welcomed in and sat down, and I had a beverage, and I had, yeah. like, a little appetizer plate, and there was a charcuterie board, and we had, like, plenty of time to mingle and snack. And then she just did something simple like soup. Yes. Like, we had soup and bread. Yes. Two different kinds to accommodate allergies. And it was, like, the perfect talk and eat food. And then, like, an amazing dessert. And it was, per- like, it was perfect. I feel like when I do dinner parties, I'm like, and I need 17 courses, you know? Right. Yeah. But, no, like, I do feel like keep soup, it simple. I do feel like soup is a great, like main dish yeah and it was like a hearty soup yeah you know but yeah. also we'd had a lot of charcuterie boards so totally. we were didn't need and i think even like serving the salad as part of the app is great because mm-hmm. then you know what i mean it's just like kind of get it out of the way exactly. then yeah exactly and then like to do dessert she just like sliced and plated and passed them down you know so mm-hmm. it wasn't like everybody get up what did you serve on for dessert do you remember there was an olive oil cake which i think is what i had and then i don't remember the other one but i remember it was good but it was just like in 
as a guest, I was never uncomfortable. You know, yeah. like I just like always had food. I think I got up to get my soup and like chatted with people, but it was never like, how many oh, people what do I do? Big. I'm imagining it was big. like 20. Oh, that's a lot. of people. It was a lot of people. And I was like, wow, that is really impressive. Yeah. That you pulled that off. And it was just seamless. I was it's like so much more work than you think it's going to be. Totally. And you have to have a plan. And she like executed it perfectly. That's amazing. Yeah. I do feel like sometimes people are like, oh, my house, like, I don't have, like, I I don't have a tablescape or, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, I don't have. Your friends don't care. That's the thing. It's, they don't care. People don't care about that. No. If you have to, like, get a card table to set up next to your table, people don't people care. People don't care. They that's, just want to, like, be at your house yeah. and have a good time. Yeah, that's always something I want to tell people. It's like, people don't care about that. No. <laughs> and also, you're taking it down anyway. To eat. It's more cumbersome than it is anything totally. that actually has anything My to do other with. favorite dinner party I went to, they honestly had a chef. You know? And I'm like, that's not a... If you yeah. can... Not, not as realistic of an option. If you can but... get it catered, like, it's a great time. You know? Yeah. It's easier than taking everyone out to eat. So... But if you're going to do it yourself, keep it simple, or you're going to be in a world of hurt. <laughs> A world of her. Oh my gosh. Um, one time, this thinking about this made me remember this one time where this girl I kind of knew, but not that well. She was like, let's do a double date because she had a crush on this guy. And she's like, I want to invite these two guys over, but you can be this guy's date. And I also was like, How really long ago was this, this is at BYU. Okay. Okay. So I also was very clueless when it came to like dating because I didn't understand like dating culture because I didn't like BYU dating culture because I'm not from Utah like it was very confusing to me <laughs> sure it's confusing to me it's as confu- someone from yeah Utah. it's it's a confusing thing to have to enter whatever but she was like okay here's the menu here's what we're gonna do and she's like here here is what you're also is probably wearing like t-shirt and like sweatpants or sure. something like sure. I did not look cute and I still think about that now but whatever and she she was like you'll be in charge of the dessert she gave me this recipe that was like <laughs> it was like making a custard that was like like I was like literally making a custard for this dessert I'm like I did not sign up for this and I will say I did succeed but wow, that's another that's lesson is like we're not making new recipes at a dinner party no absolutely that's not. not something we want to do at a dinner party yeah. you want to go with something you know you can make you want to go with something you know you've had before like something that you don't have to think about that much and you don't have to figure stuff out about it because it's just never it's you don't you don't want that stress that extra exactly so anyway so how'd the custard turn out it was great i was i did a great job did but she I end was up mad. dating the guy she, i can't remember i want to say she even maybe married him but i don't whoa really know. i hope that's true i don't remember all because all. of your date, custard yeah <laughs> anyway um that's all the advice i have for dinner parties music keep soft oh, music that on. is something sometimes i forget about where it's like I always, I actually sometimes give that as an assignment of like, Music. can you make the playlist for tonight? I think that's great. Yeah. Cause it, it's like a real small needle to thread. Like you want it to be good music, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not too loud. Yeah. Calming, but not crappy. Um, if you throw a dinner party, let us know how it goes. Yeah. We want to hear about I hope it. That's I'm helpful. actually feeling inspired to do more do dinner it. parties. Oh, but throwing parties stresses me out. All right. <laughs> um, we'll be back soon. Irene, we're so glad you're feeling relatively better yeah i'm yeah i'm much okay. better than when you saw me last well i didn't even see or you. when you didn't see me last when uh, we were in the same area <laughs> i'm really glad that you're okay thank you so much for listening bye